On today's podcast, we're talking about Cyberpunk 2077. Did it live up to the hype? What is the controversy surrounding the game? What are some of my firsthand impressions of the game? What are some of the pros and cons? That and much more in today's podcast. Well, welcome to the Geek Life Podcast. I'm your host, Scott. And today, as I've already stated, we're going into Cyberpunk 2077. I am so excited, so pumped, and I I can't uh, believe that this game is finally here. Now, I'm going to give you guys my impressions. First off, before we even get into anything, I just want to provide a little bit of background. So Cyberpunk 2077 has been in development for, what, nine years now. Developed by CD Projekt Red, a Polish developer, best known for the Witcher series, Witcher 1, 2, and 3. Absolutely phenomenal games. And um, Cyberpunk, of course, comes from it. Yo, it's very different from the things they've done in the past. And this was like one of the surprises when CD Projekt Red decided to make a game that is completely different than the fantasy genre that they started in the Witcher series games. And so I played, at, I've only played Witcher 3 of them, but my goodness, it's one of the, the best games I've ever played, without a doubt. Uh, you know, a huge story-based open world in which you play as Geralt of Rivia. Fast forwarding to now. Now we are introduced to a new character, a new place, and a, a completely different type of theme in the cyberpunk. If you're into cyberpunk, cyberpunk is more like, uh, if you're into Blade Runner, Blade Runner is probably one of the better things I could probably say. It's it's a mixture of futuristic, industrial, punk kind of feel. And that is what cyberpunk's world is about. In 2012, I think, was the first time that they really showed anything out on the game. And I was like super excited. I'm like, okay, what's what's coming down the pipeline? Like, what is what is CD Project wanting to do with this particular game? Fast forwarding to now, 2020, which has been a pretty crazy year. We finally have our hands on it. Now, I personally am in about 13 hours or so. And so I want to give you my, some of my first impressions. First off, there's not going to be any spoilers. I'm going to try to keep this as spoiler-free as possible. I hope you guys can appreciate that because I'd be the same, right? But I want to be talking about graphics. I'm going to talk about character. I'm going to talk about story, world building, and just my overall impressions of the gameplay. So starting with graphics. So I have consoles... And I also have my PC. So I pl- I decided to play this one on my PC just because I know it's it's a first-person action RPG, RPG-style game. And so I wanted that impression of the game. And so there's driving and there's shooting, all that kind of stuff. And so we'll get into that in a moment. But the graphics, absolutely incredible. This game has uh, ray tracing, if you're not familiar with what that is. It just provides more mm, realistic shading, realistic reflections in like mirrors and in glass and in puddles and just kind of everywhere. And it also just provides certain types of lighting that makes it uh, more realistic, I guess. 
to kind of provide and put you into this particular world. And the graphics, uh, the colors that they use, the palette, very bright neon colors at some points, but then other points, it's it. they use a lot of darks and a lot of neutral colors. And so you kind of see these contrasting, especially when you're in this world during the day cycle versus a night, the, the, the city itself changes. And so I want to get into characters, but one of the characters and the most important characters, and this will be something you may have heard before, is that the characters in this game, one of the, if not the main character, is the world itself. I know that sounds kind of weird when someone kind of mentioned it and before even playing the game, it's just like, oh, this is the, the world itself. The city is a character. And I'm like, what are you talking about, right? But really the world is alive. It changes. And as you experience this world, I don't, I don't think I've ever experienced the world like this before. And so you can see a C project had put a whole lot of time into the world building itself. The next is story. I'm going to talk very little bit about the story. But the story, in and of itself, you play as V. You're a contract merc. And so you're going through Night City, which is the main city, main place in the game. And so you are a, a contract merc that is just out on small jobs. You're working with various people. And you work with your best friend, uh, Jackie. And so when you begin the game, there's three life paths. You got the corpo, which is kind of the, how would you say, the corporate, uh, corp rat, corporate rat, I think is how they kind of refer to it as, in which the, you know, you're kind of a, a businessman, you're well-to-do, you have the luxury lifestyle. You can start with that life path or you can start with the kid, street kid. Street kid is, a, as the name kind of suggests, you kind of grew up on the streets. And then the third is the nomad. The nomad life path is kind of, a, it reminds me more of like a Mad Max style life path. And with you, you start kind of in the desert and you build your way that way. But all the paths really, you'll eventually go into Night City and you, you know, build your character and your reputation and everything from that point. So the idea of the game then is just like developing this long uh, threaded story that has multiple life paths. That's where the game, you know, it's, it's RPG or role playing game mechanics comes into it. There's customization and all that stuff as you're playing through the game. Super fantastic that way. So the story has, of course, like in most uh, modern day open world games and RPG games, you have the main story and you also have the side quests. And so far I haven't played too many of the mm, like main missions. I focus more on the side stories, but both are absolutely fantastic. And that's what CVE Project Red is known for, especially with the Witcher series. The gameplay in this game is phenomenal. There are some things which I'll get into in a moment that I didn't quite like as much. The driving is, is phenomenal, especially if you have, I'm playing again on PC, but I also have a uh, PlayStation 4 controller. And so I do most of the driving with the controller. It just feels more natural than a keyboard and mouse. But the shooting in the game, the weapons, the 
as you're going through, again, it's all first person perspective thing, right? But the way you navigate the cars, you can get cars through the game. You can either earn them, you can purchase them. And the cars are absolutely amazing. I have, I think, three or four, and you can get bikes, motorcycles, right? And you can get some more from other characters. And the weapons, you can kind of buy them. You can craft them. You can get them from missions. And so phenomenal that way. There's like sniper rifles, of course. There's all the, the main types. You can get katanas and swords and all that kind of stuff. Fantastic that way. And this, of course, leads to the, some of the controversy. And then I'll kind of share some of the things that I really liked and what I didn't like about the game. But the controversy of this game, because of it's so, it's been so hyped over the years, it just kind of built to a point where it can never really meet its, I would say, can it live up to the hype? And in some ways, yes, it has. However, if you are playing this on, especially on a base Xbox or PlayStation, you'll get a very different perspective or different gameplay experience than if you're playing on PC. The reason is just, it just feels undercooked in some ways. And because of that, the graphics have suffered. There is a lot of bugs that have happened to this game. It just It's really, really bad. You can go online and kind of see all the different bugs with this game. Essentially, the biggest thing is, you know, they, a lot of people that have been waiting for this game for a long time have really felt uh, betrayed. That CD Projekt Red is, is one of the most uh, beloved uh, game developers, really. And to not be completely honest with the state of the game, at least at release. Now, with all bugs and stuff, that's nothing new to a game, especially as ambitious as this game. But what is, is like, is the fact that they didn't share anything about that. That how terrible of a state the game is actually at release. And I believe, of course, that it'll be fixed, that these mm, concerns will be a thing of the past. But as it stands, the game itself needs a lot of work. It's more than serviceable and passable on, on PC, obviously, is, uh, of course, how I am playing it. But a lot of people that are having a lot of issues have, um, you know, are playing it on console. And they're having a lot of issues that way. The latest part to this controversy is that I think it was last night we found out that Sony has actually pulled the game itself from the Sony store, which is which is a phenomenal move. This is something that is I don't think I've ever heard of happening before just because of game bugs and how glitchy the game is. That a game as, you know, uh, loved and or waited for, hyped for, would ever get to the point where it needs to be removed from the game store. That's just crazy. And uh, But that's what's happened. And so CD Projekt Red has now said, well, they're going to do their best to get it back on the game store. But for now, they have to do a lot of patches, a lot of fixing. 
And you know what? By and large, a lot of people said they should have just pushed the gate, the release date back later, at least on on console. Like the PC version is great, but they wanted an experience that was you know across all uh, all different platforms to have a great experience, and that's just not what happened. I think that the new consoles, PlayStation PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X, were better, but. Um, a lot of people don't have those versions quite yet. So I think in my opinion, maybe they should have just waited a little bit longer for the console versions or be honest and say, hey, you know what? The base Xbox and PlayStation 4 don't really run this game very well. Uh, you can still play it, but just know that fixes are on the way. Something like that. And I think that would have helped alleviate a lot of the issues. And uh, maybe there would have been a little backlash, but nothing like this. In regards to the pros and cons for this particular game, I think the world itself, as I had mentioned earlier, absolutely phenomenal. The weapons and the characters. The characters that you meet along this game are absolutely amazing. Much like in The Witcher 3, they all have like involved storylines, much like in like a side mission style. And so they connect throughout the game. Again, I'm only 13 hours in so far, so maybe I'll give like a full review once I've actually finished the game. And so how long that will take, I'm not sure. I'm going to be doing as much as I possibly can, but I'll maybe even do some podcasts as I'm going through. And even maybe even focus on particular areas in other podcasts. That could be another thing I could also do in the future as well. Some of the cons, and they're, they're fairly big cons, one, of course, as I already mentioned, is the bugs. All the different graphical issues that they've been having with the game itself, especially on console. There's a, actually an overall for a game that's about RPG. Is There is an overall lack of character customization with the game. Like you can't change their customer, your, your character appearance um, at all. Apart from like putting on maybe tattoos or clothes, but you can't change hairstyles or anything like that. That'll probably be added in the future though. And the AI, so that the artificial intelligence in this particular game is not the greatest. There are times when you're sneaking up on a character and you're like right in their field of view and they don't see you. Or you walk up and you're maybe you're, you're in combat with them and they just stand there and don't even try attacking you. Things like that have happened a lot of times. And they just don't seem to be very, uh, they don't seem to be very smart in that way. And so those are just a, a few things that I noticed on both sides of that. This, uh, this podcast really, I mean, it's just my inaugural one. And I'll be, you know, coming on and maybe talking a little bit more about Cyberpunk in the future. But uh, I just wanted to give out some of my first hand impressions of the game providing some more as, uh, as time goes on. But I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning into this podcast today. Many more to come, and I hope you guys have an awesome day, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care.